Welcome back to Waves of Change. So today it's me again, Diana Chu, a therapist in San Francisco, and also we have. Hi, everybody! It's me again, Dr. Mankit Lee, also from San Francisco.、Um, we have a very interesting topic today.、Uh, we want、mm-hmm. to talk about folks who have modeled their romantic relationships after K drama. Yes, like、yeah. K drama. Well, the, the the truth is, like I think with everyone、uh, doing shelter in place or quarantine at their own home, the chances of watching shows or Netflix is like super super high. And so we yeah, wanted like just for watching shows. Yes, <laughs> it's like you got a little bit more time now, and you're stuck at home. So, so the the chances is high. So. Today we're gonna talk about that because we are thinking a lot about that and how it impacts relationships. <laughs> Absolutely. So、um, I do work with a lot of Asian American youths here in San Francisco, and it's it's not uncommon, right, for for、uh, some of my patients to kind of compare their relationships to that of a K drama. Like, oh, they're just so much more in love than I am. Right, they're、mm-hmm. so much more passionate than I am. I'm not getting that level of passion in my relationship, and it's not just kids; they're experiencing the teenagers. I do have adult clients who, you know, are married for a while, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling that kind of passion. I don't know what's going on."、Um, and I really think that our understanding of what relationships are supposed to look like、uh, is shaped、yeah. by a lot of these、um, yeah. drama. You know,、seen. when you when you watch. Crash landing on you, you know, like it's it's hard to not compare. Especially, I have、uh, friends who've been watching it three times all over again. I'm、oh, talking、wow. about you, Carmen. So yeah, Carmen.、Um, <laughs> so the, the truth is, like, how does it impact our relationships? And even okay, before we co- before we continue,、yeah. can we just can we talk a little bit about crash landing on you? Can you just share a little synopsis of what happened? I mean, have you watched the show yourself? Yes, I did. Okay, I- <laughs> good. Okay, so just let's give our audience like a little a ten second breakdown, twenty second breakdown of what the show is about. It's it's a little bit about like how um it's all about actually it's not a little bit about it's all about how like a girl and a guy fall in love in a really difficult situation and then they have to overcome all these obstacles that's coming on their way and then at the end they. They're together, you know, and then it's okay. And then the guy is so romantic, and then the girl is like so happy and happily in in love with him. Yeah, that's ten、yeah. seconds of it.、Um, okay, and, and okay. it's also more than that too because there's they are pretty and there's like great music. You know, when you it's when background you music. About, yeah, when you、it. talk about how、it. how in love you are with like overlaying like background music, it makes it ten times be- better. So、um, I understand. I understand the drama love of all of those and like how it impacts、um, our dopamine hit. Oh yeah, <laughs> dopamine. Our、um, uh, what is it? No preference for sure. Oxytocin,、uh-huh. right, all that、yes. good stuff. Our social chemicals.、Um, yeah. So that's that's very very intense. Yeah. yeah, it's very intense internally because,、mm-hmm. in the physiological sense,、mm-hmm. um, you're sitting there and doing、mm-hmm. nothing, and、mm-hmm. you're getting the reward of an intensified reward, right, of emotions. So、mm-hmm. um, that's that's like modeling. That's similar to like what I、um, talk to parents about for kids, right? Like they when when kids 
or adults actually watches stuff. Like they are internalizing everything, all the emotions, but there's no expression of it, the embodiment of it. So what so, happens when that you no know, when when there's a kind of like a this activation, but then there's mm-hmm. also a, a a lack of outlet? Do what do you think happens? Then then in a in a kid sense, like in a children's sense, then um, the emotions are not as processed. Mm-hmm. Right? Like um, like intense emotions when they're watching something. Mm-hmm. It can be both positive and negative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for so if we for talk us about as say- adults, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for us as adults, it's the fantasy of mm-hmm. like how mm-hmm. it lingers in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if you're a custodian, you may say there's an unintegrated part. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Interesting. So. It's very. Is I love the the fact you brought the word drama several times, and um, there's definitely this uh, theory of attraction that talks about attraction is a combination of physical arousal and mm-hmm. our interpretation of the arousal. So, like, imagine if you are in the room of a, of a person that you have a crush on, right? So immediately there's like, you know, your heart's not beating fast, you know, your face gets flustered, right? So these are mm-hmm. a physical response to somebody. Now, if we were to interpret that response as, you know, a love or a attraction, or like, oh, I really desire to be with this person, then that is in a sense, what the nature of um, attraction is. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's interesting because in these drama, it's just a constant reactivation of arousal and yes. they interpret it for you. Right? <laughs> so it kind of yeah. makes sense how like it, it kind of, this, this drama, if you will, speaks to a very core of our social functioning. Right, a biological social functioning. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. it's constant activation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the feeling. And then um so so if you're imagine if you're activated all the time um of a certain emotion, like you kind of like drown in it, like because there's there's no baseline anymore. Um, and when you, when you say that, it just reminds me of working with patients who have partners that live with borderline personality disorder Ooh. yeah i mean it doesn't there's no baseline there's no baseline and it's a constant constant um very tumultuous dramatic you know fireworky relationship mm-hmm. most of the time right um which actually bring me back to brings me to a second topic not a second but a related topic i want to talk about is yeah it, it, we kind of understand the attractiveness of you know k-drama of young shirei and uh, jong hyuk i'll put, hope i pronounce those names correctly right <laughs> and how <laughs> what okay it's it's fine let's just say the guy and the girl <laughs> no i'm gonna pronounce their name i'll pronounce their name hopefully correctly okay okay let's do this so anyways um the cool the guy and the girl there you go the guy and the girl um a lot of the relationship is ba- is built on this activation, right? Yeah. So what happens when there is a lack of activation? Where let's say they are happy and the relationship comes down. I'm I'm curious as to what might happen to their relationship. I mean, those are not shown on the TV. <laughs> I like, mean, what, 
it, it, that's the end when when they're happy ever after you you stop because there's no more like reenactment of the you know of the situation so it is the lingering of the fantasy that they are living happily after in everyone's mind because mm-hmm. we actually don't know there's no script around that piece mm-hmm. um but but the reality is that man they 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 have so much passion in their in their love maybe they would be able to sustain it but most likely they won't well here's the thing um so about Esther Perel, as a she's a wonderful therapist, and she mm-hmm. wrote several amazing books. One of my favorite book by her is called uh, "Made in Captivity." I think I mentioned it previously in yes. another podcast. So she talks a lot about the concept of enmeshment and separation. So the easy breakdown of that's it's 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 not too hard to comprehend. Um, when you first meet somebody, you don't know them; they're completely new. They're like a stranger. So because of that, that generates a lot of anxiety. And with anxiety, generally a lot of excitement and arousal, right? Like, oh, I have a crush. I know this person. But as human beings, we don't like the anxiety. It's not comfortable. So we want to kind of get close to the person, as close as possible, spend all our time with them. And that is very effective in decreasing our anxiety because we find out more about who they are. However, at the same time, we also reduce the the the, the tenseness, the quote-unquote passion, Right, because there's no more surprises anymore. You kind of know this person in and out, right? And that's one spectrum. And the other spectrum is separation, where there's they're too disconnected, right? There's too much anxiety, right? So she talked about this idea of balancing enmeshment and separation. So in terms of K drama, there's a lot of separation, all right? So there's a as soon as they get close, boom, separation. So there's a lot of anxiety in that relationship. Right. But when you said forever, er, happily ever after, I think that's when we go. Now we have some enmeshment, and a lot of folks don't know how to deal with enmeshment. Right? Yeah. Can you imagine having a drama, like a, a, a K-drama, which is all about enmeshment? Like, that might not work, actually, because there's no drama. No, there's no drama, like, they go, the, the guy goes go, to work, and he comes home, and they the girl also does the same thing. Yeah. And, and they, they, they go, oh my God, do you, want the, do you want this milk or that milk? And they decide on the milk. And then she, yeah. she drinks the milk. goes, I like the other milk more. She goes, oh, we'll get the other milk next time. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the amount of, like, if, if we are going to write a script of a hit, you know, TV show, you're not going to talk about, you're gonna, not going to write about enmeshment. You're gonna write about separation. You know, well, so, well, yeah, the attractive passion stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it might be worth it to have, like, talking more and educating people about enmeshment. <laughs> I think I think what we need is, like I said, is a balance of both. We need both enmeshment Definitely. and also separation to maintain that spiciness in the relationship. And at the same time, you know, we don't want to, like, you know, have. To crazy separations where I don't see you for randomly for three months. Right. So that's yeah. you know, neither of this is, is good. Um, at the same time, we have to acknowledge that as human beings, we do crave for that emotional activation. And if your relationship in the past, so a lot of folks said, Hey, you know what? Um, actually a lot of my patients will say, whenever I'm in a healthy relationship, I get so bored and then I do something to sabotage it. I don't know why I keep doing this. Right, yeah, I will I, say. I think a lot yeah, of go ahead. Could, could identify with that. 
like, yeah. sabotage a good relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, they, they, he or she's real good for me, and why do I, like, fuck it up? You know? And I think a lot of time is when that happens, there is, it's, un, it's uncomfortable. There's too much enmeshment, if you will. There's not enough drama, right? And when we live in a world where there's so much separation, so much drama all the time, we crave that activation. And when it's not there, we create it in a relationship. Yeah, and yeah. Ah, oh, human beings. It's yeah. so tough to to like make ourselves entertain. <laughs> we want to make ourselves entertain by creating all these uh, uh, separation or enmeshment opportunities, because mm-hmm. I think it's because we are we are like a being which is craving for the uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. It, 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 you have to balance the certainty and the uncertainty. Because when yeah. it's a sure thing, it's not that fun. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's uh, it you 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 base it on uh, uh, this concept called kissing from far away. You know. Oh, tell me more. Yeah, kissing from far away. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, I'm not familiar with this concept. I'm not going to share where I got this concept from, but I'm familiar with it. It's this idea of. Being intimate, but you're unable to. Uh, yeah, you like you really crave it, and you're not able to. So that you are um, like you know those uh, books by uh, oh, what's that one author that wrote wrote the Notebook? I'm blanking on his name. Oh, the the show. The, no, no, oh, the the, 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 author, the, the author that wrote the Notebook. You remember that? I don't know. Okay, let me go ahead and look it up real quick. Um, okay, I forgot. I forgot the author. Um, I I. Oh, Nicholas Sparks. There we go. Nicholas Sparks. So yeah. if Nicholas Sparks books, all his covers are just like white people kissing. And they're, 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 the, the way they're kissing is very passionate, very intense, right? Uh-huh. And, it, and I, there's a term called kissing from far away is they're not really kissing. Their lips are not necessarily touching. They're almost touching. Uh, you see what so- I mean? So yeah. the the anticipation of the kiss is actually more powerful than the kiss itself. Yeah, so it's called kiss. The, the term is kissing from far away, and and um, that's what I'm talking about. That's like that tension, and that that is the separation, any measurement tension right there, and kind of and that's what K drama built upon. Now, yeah. in Nicholas Sparks' books, the kissing far away is that little tension, a little three centimeter separation. In K drama, it can be like, uh, you know, we were dating and boom, something dramatic happened. I have cancer now, or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Or you can't cross the border now. You know, or you can't cross the border now, or something like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's so so what happened if um, the client or a friend of mine is modeling the romantic relationship after K drama, and like, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Is it, you know, like we we know that it's not that healthy, but what are some of the things that we need to be aware of when we are when we are like really indulging in these kind of shows? Oh, okay. Well, um, I think like any f- fiction, right? We kind of want to understand it's a, it's a fantasy. Right, and it's a very human fantasy, and a fantasy that we all deserve to have. But end of the day, it's a fantasy; it's a representation of one aspect of human experience. Mm-hmm. Right? And there's so, also are you saying that, that, like, we cannot have 
like the the passionate romantic relationship that those K drama have. Oh no, we can have those. We can definitely have those. I mean, just move to South Korea, have your partner. I mean, you can have those, right? You really can. But the thing is, you cannot only have those. Ah, because because it's the longevity of the relationship that you're thinking about. Because there are a lot of elements to a relationship aside from that kissing from far away aspect, that tension, passion aspect. There's this building of trust, partnership. Yeah, you have to hold the hand for a long time. Hold that hand for a long time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. There's So, I mean, not to get into it too much, for in, in Greek terminology, uh, there's uh, seven kinds of love, right? Yes. So the base, so the, f- the four big ones, not big ones, the ones I want to talk about today is eros, which is like the love for the body, the lust, right? Yeah. Phila, affection love. But then there's also ludus, the playful love, and pragma, a long-lasting love. So when you first meet somebody and they're super hot, you're probably going to feel some eros. That's super cool, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're into Japanese drama, it's all about the affection. Maybe she bit you a bento. It's a pretty amazing. And she's hot. So it's phila, eros and phila, right? Fantastic, oh. right? That's important in a relationship. However, if you want to have a longer relationship, you might have to consider other other kind of love, other pragma, right? If you the long lasting, the long lasting, because every day, no matter how cute she is or how cute he is or how delicious that bento is, you're gonna wake up one day and go, "I don't like this person that much," or "I'm kind of annoyed with them," "I'm kind of mad at them," right? And that's okay. Right, and I think that's the fillers will allow you to kind of transcend that into a more stable relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also uh, the playful one, the ludus. Right, I think like that's the, important too. Playfulness. It's very important to get mm-hmm. humor in the relationship because when mm-hmm. you're like so tense all the time, you know, like it's not it's not that healthy in the long run when you're, you know, if there's no playfulness. Yeah. That's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> it's very exhausting. I I, I feel bad not feel bad i feel the exhaustion of some of my clients who uh, are in these very drama based relationships they tell me i'm tired i'm tired I I, i'm wondering if it's also like a age specific thing i believe so i believe like the, so. the young, when we're young like we're we don't know about love and mm-hmm. so the exposure of like k-drama or other dramas is the baseline that mm-hmm. you're expecting that mm-hmm. right um, we should be modeling our love as like I don't know your 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 aunts and uncles or your family maybe I don't. Know. <laughs> well, unfortunately, a lot of folks don't have a good role model in the media family, so which makes sense yeah. why they look to the media, right? And what also happens here in America with just a lot of you know uh, rom coms and stuff like that, and there is this great wonderful discussion um, online about how. The, uh, the the Western representation of love kind of breeds um, sexual harassment, right? Mm. This idea of like, uh, you need to pursue the girl until she gives in. That, that sounds like a predator move. That sounds like I'm going to wear her down until she can't move and I'm going to jump on her. That's what it sounds like. It's super creepy, but we celebrate that as if it's something that's desirable, right? So uh, media does impact the way we interact with one another and it's important to consider what how what what kind of love and what kind of model we're modeling our ourselves with yeah yeah so it's a reflection yeah, absolutely. it's a reflection of like what goes into your brain 
what are you absorbing? It could be from your role model. It could be from um, the TV, you know, but it's all about processing it and see what's fit for you. Yeah, that's a really loving and wonderful way of putting it. Um, it's about processing what you uh, experience in the in, in the in the show, and then going, "Hey, I like this piece. I don't like that piece." Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like that hey, that piece work and that piece won't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am not running in the rain. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I may take you something, drama, but right? I know that's too much drama. Um, just the last one. I remember one of my when when I was growing up, my favorite K drama, not K drama, J drama was a proposal Daisaku Sen. Okay, I don't it's, know a, it's, it's 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 a proposal Daisaku Sen is very interesting. Like it's about uh, this girl about to get married, and then this guy who is like her long term friend since childhood uh, attended her wedding, but then on the wedding day he um to find out that he lo- is in love with her. And then he met this, okay, stay with me here. He met this fairy and the fairy gave him the power to travel back in time to certain stage of his life where he could have, you know, make an impact, right? Mm. So um, at first, when I was a younger, I was watching it. I'm like, man, I, I love this show. This is fantastic. This is what, like, this is so romantic. I was all crying. And then now I watch it again as an adult. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. Like, he's going back in the past to, like, m- manipulate her and then like what is happening right oh i mean shows are shows and it is fictionary and and a lot of people want to project the best piece when they produce a show they want to produce the best piece of like what they understand about love and there you go all right so here before we go lot just a a fruitful thought everybody let's Let's create like a, a healthy K drama together where it's just super boring. Like we're just super boring. Every episode, just a couple doing boring stuff. That's that's all it is. They're super in love. They're super like they're very into one another. Or they even boring. don't talk, you know? Like sometimes know. you don't need to talk when you're Yeah, really yeah, like yeah, like that's he's weird. like eating a piece of toast and then she just like look up from her phone and smiles gently at him and he looks and he smiles gently and that's it. You know, like that's that's as hot as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening to our um, podcast, and we'll see you next time. See you next week. <laughs>